Hey guys, it's the Truth and Gratitude Podcast, and the summer is pretty much over, at least for me that is. And that means that we have a new series coming up where we are diving into the book by Andy Smith, Woven. This book helps us understand and go deeper into the Word of God. Yes, the Bible. We'll get to go through each chapter um, in a six-part series where we will learn all about the Bible, what it has to offer, and we will be able to notice that the Bible is not just this chopped up book where we have just different stories all that are standing alone, but instead it is one seamless story, which helps us understand really what God is trying to say through his word. So I'm super excited about this series and I hope you are too. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Truth and Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Schneider, and I'm so excited to be starting the new series that we are going to be going through over the next six weeks. So summer is over here, at least for me, that is. And even though it is the beginning of August, as you know, I'm a teacher and I'm heading back to work. And so that's pretty much it summer is over. I can't believe how fast it went, but that's okay. I'm looking forward to the fall. I'm looking forward to all the things that it comes with and having my children at school with me. And so it's just going to be a really exciting time. So I wanted us to start this new series called Woven, and this is based off the book Woven by Angie Smith. This particular study, this book that I did, I did do with my life group that I host um, each semester with my church. Um, And this past semester, my group and I, we walked through the book Woven, again, by Angie Smith. Um, And she is also well known for several other books. She's written two children's books. She's written about um, some books about grief. She lost a child um, in, I'm not sure how many years ago, but she did lose a child. So she did write some books about grief. Um, And then she also wrote some other studies called Seamless and Matchless. And those are more for teenage girls um, to help them understand the Bible as well. But this book, Woven, is more specifically for adults. The thing that I love about this is even though she's a female writer, this book is not... um, It's not heavily written for females, meaning like sometimes when you read books, you might notice that, man, this just the way that the author is speaking, it's really geared towards females um, to the point where, you know, maybe your spouses or maybe men in your life would probably not be so turned on to read the book. Um, It's not like this at all. She does a great job um, writing this book and sticking to the facts, making it very interesting, very fun. Um, but not to the point to where most men would not want to pick this book up. So what is this book all about? This book is all about studying and understanding the Word of God, the Bible. And I want you to just for a second, maybe notice what your reaction is to that. Whenever I say like going deeper and understanding the Word of God. For some of us that might be like, oh, I don't really want to learn um, most of that. Or that doesn't sound interesting. Or I'm intimidated by that. And what I love about this book is it really makes the Word of God just so interesting, which it already is. But let's admit, sometimes it can be very hard to understand what's written in the Bible. So she really breaks it down for us, helps us understand the history, the culture, some really fun, awesome facts, and it really makes the Bible um, just inviting to the point to where it's like, all right, I understand this. I'm not so intimidated by what's written in the Bible. I can go and open my Bible and feel confident to open it up. And 
there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having this feeling of, man, I'm intimidated by this. I don't understand what's going on. Um, I'm not enjoying reading this. Those are all very normal feelings to have, right? The Bible is not easy to read, especially depending on what version you have. Um, other versions, such as uh, King James Version, and other versions sometimes um, are really, really hard to understand. So first of all, I recommend getting a Bible where it's in the translation that is very easy for you to understand. This could be the ESV, NIV, message version, any of those versions to help you kind of understand a little bit better about what's going on. But um, Angie does a really good job breaking this down. So before I go through and, and really start into the meat of this book, I want to tell you how this is going to work. So we're going to do two chapters at a time. It's going to be a six part series, a six part podcast, not including this one. Um, and I'm just going to break down each chapter and tell you the basics of what's going on in this chapter, just some highlights, just some notes, um, and really just to help you find the Bible interesting, maybe go and look some things up that you hear on the podcast, maybe go look those up for yourself, and just to really pique your interest, and just to see if you can gain that confidence, if you don't have it, to go and crack open the Word of God. Now, why? Why are we doing this? Um, Well, number one, it's important, Um, but second of all, I don't know if you noticed lately, but in the news lately, I've heard some really interesting articles, podcasts, news that's come out lately, and whether it's true or not, I just want you to understand what's going on in this day and age. If you're listening to this podcast, it's the year 2023, and things are getting really strange. Um, I think for believers, it's very easy to point out and see that, oh wow, these are really strange times that the Bible warns about, but even if you're not a believer, even non-believers, even people who are um, people who don't regularly attend church, or maybe who are just not into the whole Christianity thing, they can look out and they can see, wow, things are getting weird. <laughs> what am I referencing? Well, uh, it's the summer of 2023. Apparently there was talk about aliens going on, which I'm literally rolling my eyes now. Um... And not only that, there's a lot of talk about AI, as you know, artificial intelligence. And who knows, based off of when you're listening to this podcast episode, how far that's going to go in the next few years. But we already have a lot of AI going on, right? We already have ChatGPT. We've got a lot of different apps that uses artificial intelligence. And I came upon several different news articles, as well as podcasts, where it was written about AI is possibly going to be used or could be used to rewrite the Bible. There were certain podcast episodes that I'd listened to, and it was actually terrifying to listen to. Now, as a believer, it wouldn't be as, maybe I shouldn't use the word terrifying. It was definitely eye-opening, I can tell you that. Um, And the way that it was explained was it was mentioned that AI, artificial intelligence, would basically rewrite the Bible in order to make it... mm, maybe a little bit more appealing and uh, maybe a little bit more um, enticing for other people to read. It also mentioned that China would be rewriting the Bible using AI, where they would be able to change certain things in the Word of God and change it to how they want it to sound. They would also be doing this to the Quran as well with the, with the Muslim religion and other religions that are in that area. 
whether this is true or not, we have to understand that this is huge and this is a problem because as time goes on and as the word of God is spread throughout the ends of the earth, this is a problem because we want to make sure that what's being spread and what is being read that is labeled the word of God is actually the word of God and not something that's been changed by man or by artificial intelligence. So like I said, whether this is true or not, this is definitely something to think about and to watch out for. Um, if I were you, if I didn't have a Bible right now, I would go get one because who knows in the next few years, um, who knows, who knows if we'll be able to have access to one and who knows what it will say and if anything's been changed. Um, yes, I know that there have been, there have been several translations throughout the years, but what you need to understand about translations is they are done by researchers, they're done by archaeologists, they're done by people who know the Aramaic and Hebrew language. So this, they're not just translating whatever they want okay this it's it's there's more in depth that goes to that there's study with the hebrew word this is not just random words that are pulled out of the air to create a new translation so the fact that artificial intelligence would be creating a new bible is a little not even a little it's a big issue and it's something that you definitely need to consider going forward um and how would it do this? Well, how artificial intelligence would do this is it's taking into account all sorts of different things that we human beings, uh, the, the information that we give the artificial intelligence. So it's taking basically all religions, all sorts of beliefs, and it's compiling them into what would be um, maybe a more widely accepted um, view of religion and how religion is supposed to work. Don't take my word for this. Look it up on uh, the internet. Take a listen to any podcast episode and check it out for yourself. In the time being, I would definitely grab a copy of a Bible, like I said, to make sure that you have um, access to it. Because who knows in however many years we may not have access to the actual real word of God. That is not to scare you. That is not to uh, make, you, make you anxious or worried. That is only to inform you of what's going on around you. So uh, this is what I started off with whenever I started my life group, was giving this information to my life group members to let them know of what was going on. In fact, I showed them an interview that was given um, between a man asking questions to an artificial intelligence robot, I guess is what you would call it. Um, and this person was asking the AI robot different questions about the gospel, different questions about just uh, things that you would find in the scripture. And it was very, um, there were times where it was kind of spot on and it would, it would uh, say biblical um, answers. But then there were some where it was definitely misconstrued. This reminds me also of AI Jesus. This has also come out where on the internet there is a live feed that is going where it is an AI Jesus. Yes, an AI Jesus where on the screen you're going to see a robot um, or just an artificial intelligence that is supposed to appear and look like, I guess, Jesus how would have looked, how they know, I don't know. But 
Uh, it is a live feed where people are consistently throughout the day asking questions to the AI, Jesus, and they're getting answers. The problem with it is sometimes they are biblical answers, and then most of the time they are not. They are things that are politically correct. They are things that the world would accept um, as uh, appropriate answers, but they definitely contradict uh, what the Bible says. So all of these things are things that we need to be well aware of that are going on. As a believer, if you know the word of God, um, you're, you're definitely able to have your eyes open and you might be able to notice a difference thinking, hmm, that doesn't sound right. I would definitely trust your gut instinct. Um, but for new believers or people who are trying to come to the faith, this can definitely uh, cause confusion, cause um, maybe people to walk away from the faith or maybe walk into the faith with this assumption that, well, whatever my lifestyle is, is just how it's going to be. And that's, that's totally fine. Instead of, um, really repenting and moving forward. So just be well aware of these things, um, as you are going along, but this is what I showed my life group. And I told them, this is why it's so important to know the word of God. We can't just go based off of our feelings. We can't go based off of, um, just things that we hear on podcasts, even worship music. Um, there are certain things, certain worship music and songs that at times is not biblical, um, where it really focuses on yourself instead of focusing on God. Um, maybe it may be singing or, pre or a preacher may be preaching about the prosperity gospel. Um, it may be progressive. So these are all things that you really have to think about and watch out for. Again, this is not to cause like you to go looking out for, you know, the bad guys, right? Constantly, but it's, it's to be well aware of, um, things that are biblical and things that are not just so that you are aware of these things as you're going forward. So, um, throughout this book, Angie Smith walks us through the entire Bible, and this is not a very long book at all. In fact, after this podcast episode, we will have already gone through the introduction and the first chapter. There's only 14 chapters. We're covering two at a time, so we don't have a ton of material to cover, but truly, we kind of are. So, we're getting... We're getting just a nice snapshot of what's going on to certain books of the Bible, certain stories, getting clarification. That way you can understand what's going on, but that does not excuse you to go research and go find out um, for yourself in the Word of God what is going on. Um, you can't just rely on this book to help you understand um, all that there is to understand about the Bible. It is your job to go and figure it out for yourself, right? That is how you build your own faith. It's not your mama's faith. It's not your grandmama's faith. It's not your granddaddy's faith. It is your faith. And you were going to build that faith by digging into the word of God. But first off, to kick us off, I just want to tell you why you can believe the Bible. So there is a college professor. Um, he is very well known in the Christian realm, and his name is Vodi. I say Vodi. I think it's Vodi, actually. V-O-O-D-I-E. Vodi Bakum. Um, he is this awesome college professor who is just so intelligent that makes things very crystal clear. If you have any time, I recommend you looking up Vadi Bakum and type in just why you can believe the Bible. He gives such a clear and concise explanation on why you can believe the Bible. Um, but I just want to tell you what he says. Okay. The Bible, these are just a couple of facts. The Bible was written on three different continents 
Asia, Africa, and Europe. It was written in different languages at different time periods by different people. All right, so we already are setting the stage for the fact that the Bible was not even written down all at one one time. It wasn't a whole bunch of people coming together where they're like devising a plan on like, okay, let's come up with this with this um, this word that we're going to say is from God. There wasn't like this big huge conference where people sat down and they're just writing the entire thing. No, this was in three different countries: Asia, Africa, and Europe, in different languages at different time periods by different people. It was written by eyewitnesses during the life of other eyewitnesses that report supernatural events to fulfill specific uh, prophecies and they claim their writings are divine rather than human origin. Okay, so I know that is a just a huge answer, but this is Vadi's answer for why we can believe the Bible. So let's break that down again. It was written on three different continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe, written in different languages, written in different time periods by different people, written by eyewitnesses during the life of other eyewitnesses that report supernatural events. So the word supernatural might throw you off (laughs) because it's very hard for us as human beings to wrap our minds around that. But I'm telling you right now, the fact that we're even talking about aliens, I'm like, guys, we're not that far from it. Okay, you're, you're almost there to believing the supernatural. Okay, because aliens is really taking it pretty far. Okay, I don't think we're that far off either when we believe that crystals and sage and incense and all these things can balance our chakras. Okay, that's also in that kind of realm, you know, or doing uh, moon rituals. Okay, um, I'm only saying that. That does not mean making fun of that. I was in that arena as well. Okay. So we, we are beings who are looking for ways to worship God. We're, we are beings who are attracted to God and a higher being, but how we worship and who we worship is where we throw things off. Okay. So these eyewitnesses that wrote the Bible report supernatural events to fulfill specific prophecies. So prophecies, meaning that there were people that were saying, hey, these things are going to happen. And that's exactly what happened. And they claim their writings are divine, meaning these writings came from God, not from human beings. All right. So this right here, as they're going throughout this video, Vadi is really talking about having this rock solid faith, like us really knowing our stuff instead of it letting all be based on our feelings. Um, the thing about our feelings is they're always constantly changing, but the truth never, never wavers. And we find that in the Bible that no matter what the truth and the word of God never wavers, it never changes unless AI comes along and screws it up. But again, that's not God changing that. That would be human beings. So if you have time, go and check that out. But that was just one thing that I shared with my group on why we can believe the Bible. Now for you, that may not mean anything, but I really hope that by listening through these podcast episodes and even just maybe going and grabbing a copy of this book that you will see for yourself that this is not just a bunch of chopped up stories that are all thrown together into the into one book and they're like here you go no it is one seamless story that is woven together by one common thread and it is a beautiful thing to watch and I really think you're going to be able to see that Um, and I think once you do you'll gain that confidence um, to go and dig into the word even more.
Okay, here we go. So moving right along, we're going to dig right into the very first chapter. And what I love about this chapter is it's called The Time I Scared Little Kids Parents. And the thing about this chapter is Andrew talks about how in her college years, she was trying to learn the Word of God, but it was very intimidating for her. Um, like I mentioned previously, you know, it really depends on what version you're reading, but nonetheless, even if you are reading the message version, which I love the message version, I feel like it breaks it down so easily. You are going to come across names that you're like, I don't understand these names. You're going to come across, uh, old laws that were written like way, like I'm talking about like in Leviticus, if you knew anything about Leviticus that you're going to be like, what is this? What are they talking about? I don't even want to get, I don't even want to read past Leviticus anymore because it's just so weird. Um, you know, there are going to be things where you're like, okay, this is so strange, or I don't know what this place is. Or sometimes you may actually read and just, you're, you may go back and be like, I don't know what I just read because your eyes just skimmed right over it. Um, and so she, she dealt with this, but she got started by reading about, um, just biblical stories by going to the children's section at bookstores, sitting on the floor, getting out all these, uh, cute little children's and infant, uh, books and just kind of going into the word of God that way. Um, and so that's what she mentions about the time she scared little kids' parents. Um, because here's this grown woman, you know, or somewhat grown woman sitting in the floor with all these, you know, kids Bible story books and just trying to dive right in. But she was so excited to learn. And that's the only way that she learned how to learn. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that approach. In fact, it's a very beautiful approach because with children's stories, it is simple and to the point. And I think that's great to get the gospel. I think that's great to get a general understanding of what's going on. You know, certain stories like Jonah and the Big Well, Daniel in the Lion's Den. But the further and deeper you go, I'm telling you, once you have a clear understanding of what's going on, you are going to just be so obsessed and addicted. That is what happened when I dug into the Word of God like a year and a half ago. I decided to read the whole Bible in a year, and I love a good challenge, but it wasn't even so more so much about the challenge any you know anymore, just finishing by a year. But it was just all the things that I was learning was so exciting to me. And that's one thing that she mentions in the book, actually, in this uh, first chapter is eventually she was invited to a, um, to like a, a Bible study with, um, with some college friends that she was around. And even though it was hard for her, even though she didn't, she even talks about, she didn't know how to, where to open up in the Bible when they would mention a certain Bible verse, she was going to stick with it. And she said, week after week, I plan on adding it to my resume of adventures and education. What I didn't plan on was falling in love with Jesus, but the nerd in me is never too far away. So I did what any logical person would do, except not at all. I braved the bookstore. So, um, so I, I love that, that she was not planning on falling in love with Jesus. You know, her plan was just to read the Bible, to understand what was going on. But this just shows the word of God changes you. It really does. I mean, if you have really dug into the word of God, you know that there is something amazing about it that, that truly changes you from the inside out. And it's really hard to explain to people if they don't understand where you're coming from. So she goes on to mention just how excited she was just about learning about all of the people like Samson, Samuel, Joshua, King Saul. She was like all these, all these names that she'd heard from before, like just knowing how their lives 
are all woven into this to this one big story and that was the biggest thing that she realized was the bible is all one story there's 66 books but yet it's all one story and that's what's so amazing when you go back to Vadi Bakum's theory is like it's all one story but they were all written at different points of time in history by different people on different continents like how does that work how does everybody have the same storyline they all speak different languages how did that happen right I, I just think that's so awesome how that happened like that um and so we're gonna find out we're gonna find out how that happened and we're gonna find out who wrote the books of the bible and the history and the 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 awesome historical facts that we can find out about these people as well it's not just biblical facts it's not just oh you know as christians we're, we're saying this man was living and here's here's everything about him so he's real no there are real historical artifacts and history written about these people we know that they existed we know that they were real people um this wasn't just some made-up person which is such a fun 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 um thing to to find out and it's also she talks about it's very empowering to 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 understand you know what's going on she said that she didn't turn into an overnight bible scholar um but she was able to act confidently whenever she would open her Bible. So there's a couple of things that she wants us to know as we are moving forward throughout this book. And I will reiterate these things on this first podcast episode so that you can remember. So in this book, as well as on the podcast series, she mentions that there are a couple of things that we need to learn. So first thing is she won't be covering everything in this book. We won't be able to cover every single thing that's happening in the Bible, in this book, there's just too much going on, but there are big things that we will discuss, um, that happen in the Bible, um, and how those things tie in all together. Um, so you'll be able to get just a big bird's eye view of what's going on in the scripture. That way you have the confidence to go and check it out yourself. Okay. Um, she also says the second thing that we won't be solving every theological question. There are lots of things that we won't be able to cover there she's not debating in this book she is just giving you the truth and the facts here um no sidebar arguments she's like we're not going into that we are just covering the facts and then lastly she talks about how that the author of the story didn't write it for only a handful of experts to understand while it baffles the rest. God wrote it for you and for me, knowing that he created us to understand it with no need for commentaries and seminars. So yes, this book is great for us to help un- understand the word of God. But again, it is your responsibility to go back and double check that. So going forward, going forward, I hope that you are so excited about this new podcast series. I'm excited about it. My group loved this book. I think that this book is great for new believers, old believers, people who are coming back to the faith, people who don't believe at all but want to just read the Bible. Um, I think this is such a great um, book for anybody to have. So again, that's Woven by Angie Smith. So our next podcast episode is going to be the first official one of the six of this series. And we are going to cover creation and the fall. So yes, that is Adam and Eve, as well as their children and everybody else moving forward. And then the next chapter we will cover will be Noah and the flood of the earth. So if you need a copy of this book, go for it. But other than that, I'll be giving you all of my notes from our, um, 
from our life group that we had shared and it's going to be super great. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode and we will be uh, digging into the word um, on our next episode. All right, guys, as always, continue to be raw, be authentic and be you.